0: Friends, today, February 14th, I'm recording this, and I wanted to share with you one of my favorite Valentine's Day origin stories. Now, in order to do this, I feel like I need to channel my inner Dan Carlin. Have you ever listened to the podcast Hardcore History? It's unreal. By the way, uh, side note to call what I do a podcast, and then to call what Dan Carlin does with his a podcast as well is pretty much a slap in the face to uh, to Dan. I feel like for this, I need to channel my my inner Dan Carlin. Um. The first thing I need to do, if I were Dan Carlin, would be to tell you to look at the origins of Valentine's Day is to wade through a murky cesspool of unknown information. Modern historians would tell us that there's no less than 12 different stories about how Valentine's Day came about. Most officially recognize that he was a real person who died around 270 AD. But who he was and why he died still remains a mystery. Okay, all right. I can't do this. But seriously, this, this is uh, my favorite version of the Valentine's Day origin. As my friend Nate Babs would say, cast your mind back to the third century. Marcus Aurelius Claudius is the Holy Roman Emperor. He's about 54 years old. And he has this reputation for being this incredibly cruel and violent warrior. I mean, there's these stories of him in his thirties where he's uh, working as a military tribune and he's being sent to defend Thermopylae. And if Thermopylae rings a bell to you, it's because about two centuries later, the Persians are going to invade Greece there. And it's going to be this bloody battle between the Greeks led by the Spartan King Leonidas against the empire of Xerxes. There's been tons of books written about the battle of Thermopylae. Uh, My favorite is The Gates of Fire, written by an author named Stephen Pressfield, and a bunch of my music friends and other artists, and probably even you, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, know about Stephen Pressfield because of his book, The War of Art, one of my all-time favorite books about the creative journey. Anyways, this Battle of Thermopylae was also later made into a movie called 300. (laughs) But let me back up again, about 200 years before this happens. Marcus Aurelius Claudius Gothicus gets this nickname called Claudius the Cruel. <laughs> Most historians uh, agree that he gets this nickname in around in his, like in his 30s uh, because he is uh, this military tribune uh, defending Thermopylae, and he's ruthless and bloodthirsty. And at some point during all of this, he punches a horse in the mouth and knocks out the horse's teeth. Now, I'm not saying that that scene in Blazing Saddles where uh, the bad guy Mongo punches out a horse, uh, I'm not saying that's completely based on Claudius the Cruel, but I can't help but see the similarities in it. So Claudius the Cruel becomes uh, the Holy Roman Emperor. He's taking his empire and he's going on these massively horrific Bloody campaigns, and they're so bloody and they're so cruel that even his empire is not behind him with it. There, he's massively unpopular, and uh, so much so that uh, he's having problems getting recruits for his army. He somehow, in his mind, uh, convinces himself that all these dudes in his kingdom aren't joining his army because they have wives and they've got families. Uh, and that, that yeah, it, it's not because he's a bloodthirsty thug. It's because uh, they've got wives and families that they just think they'll miss really bad. No, as he in his mind, he's, he convinces himself of this. And because of it, he bans all marriages and all engagements in Rome during these campaigns. During that, there's this priest uh, named Valentine who starts uh, this underground movement defying the emperor where he continues to perform marriages in secret. Emperor Claudius somehow finds out about what Valentine is doing underground and he orders him to be arrested. They drag him before the prefect of Rome and they have these trials where he is found guilty of disobeying the law and he's condemned to be beaten with mallets until he dies and his head is cut off. The sentence was carried out on February 14th on or around the year 270 AD. This priest becomes a martyr having his head cut off. That's where we get the name Valentine's Day and that's why he becomes the patron saint of lovers. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great Valentine's Day. I think Sarah and I are gonna get some burgers tonight. Other than that, no real big plans. All right, see you guys tomorrow.
1: Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Every day for a year, Rob is drinking a pint of Guinness and recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake, and he's need you to attempt it but he won't budge so that's where we're currently at we hope you'll enjoy